listeners, welcome into January the 31st of Louisie Jan of Caithness Craft Collective. So well done to us, we have survived January. And if you're listening in the future, you have survived January and a bit of February. Well done. <laughs> Thank you to each and every one of you for downloading a little, a lot, or even just a tiny bit. And everybody in between of me splaffing on this January. I'm hoping that it managed to get you through. Some days I was running out of things to say and the, the content could have been better. And some days I thought, oh, I had so much more to say on that topic. I wish I had done that in a full episode where I had done research and everything with editing. But don't worry to you who don't like the sniffs, the ums, the ands, the <coughs> clearing of the throat, as in me. The editing will come back in February. I am sorry, sweet pea, I am not doing Louise Fab. I told Richard that and he looked at me and went, <laughs> because I have been known to go through to my bedroom, because it's nice and warm in there, and record it about seven o'clock and then never coming back out again because it's cosy in there. <laughs> and I think he was missing me on the couch. Plus, I said no because I really want to catch up and doing some craft so I can actually talk to you about my craft as well as other people's. Um, I did do some knitting the other day and I would really really like to have this jumper finished by the time I speak to you in my next episode. Um, I'm not going to die of guilt if I don't but I really would like to wear this jumper and um, I picked it up on Sunday and I had put down because, and I'm doing my Viravalamaki breathing space jumper and I want long sleeves and the pattern stops sort of midway down the forearm so I had just been knitting and knitting and all the whole day through and then thought oh I better go to rib and then I looked and tried it on and went mm, it's too wide, I like it so I put it down for quite a few days and then on Sunday I picked it up and ripped it out did a bit of orange juice and started again well I didn't, I just ripped it out two inches and then started knitting again and I'll get very, I've decreased and I shall then pick up for the twisted rib twisting my melons man make me tots so tough twisting my melons man call the cops um, that is a happy Monday song by the way mum <laughs> sorry, can't help it when somebody says twisting that's what I think of well, maybe I should start doing the twist. Hmm. Anyway, right, listeners, today is Ophelia in Lurwick, and this is in Shetland. And this is a fire festival that happens between January and March, and it isn't just in Lurwick, it is across Shetland. In the different towns and islands, they have their own version of Ophelia. What is Ophelia? Well, I am not going to tell a Shetlander how to Shetland. I am going to just explain what Wikipedia kind of says to those that have never been and those that live further afield and may never go. I think we should all go at some point, listeners. I think it would be really good fun. But it is a fire festival that happens between January and March and it's to mark the end of the Yule season. There are squads and now they can be male and female and they walk around the town dressed up as Vikings and then at the end of it they burn a Viking galley ship 
and then afterwards they go through into the halls and they have to do wee turns of like singing, dancing, etc. I don't know an awful lot about that because I've only really seen clips. But um, it says on Wikipedia that after the Napoleonic Wars, the youths who came back, they, it was mostly young men, they wanted something to do and a little bit more culture. I don't know why you don't have much culture in Shetland, we've got loads of culture. But it was decided to look back to the Viking heritage and um, they would have this fire festival to brighten up the winter months. And it used to be burning tar barrels, but they stopped that because it must have been a bit dangerous. And they started on the Viking heritage and then burnt the Viking galley ship. Um, and it says in it that it is up holiday, and this was a lowland Scot word for 12th day. But I like it as up helia, and you see the Ural squads who are the main dudes and you have to get invited onto your committee, you have to be with the committee before you can, for quite a few years before you can be involved. Um, I would imagine that there's cliques involved here and if you're in the know, you're in the know. However, it must. it is also a um, privilege to be the main URL squad and the main dude in the URL squad. So it's quite exciting when you see it on the telly. I mean, imagine that it's a really, really brilliant community event as well. Um, I love community events, as you know. I was talking about them yesterday. And um, they can be quite exciting. You sort of bump into people that you don't know. There is this general excitement that runs through the community as it comes up to it. And you bump into people in the shop and it's like, oh, are you going along to the procession? Oh, yes, I'm going. Oh, are you getting dressed up? This is in work. And maybe they were like, oh, I hear your young John or young Siobhan is in the Yarrow Squad this year. Oh, that's quite exciting. Have you had to make their costume? Or have you been helping them make their costume? Or I hope that they've got their long Johns on because it's going to be cold. You know, it, it's just that kind of community kind of conversation, kind of um, an exciting thing of, are you going? And then you get to talk about what you saw when you were there. B, actually experience it. And then afterwards, you get to talk about it. And I think that there, these things can be quite precious. And we took them for granted, I think, for a bit. And then we had the pandemic when we couldn't do any of it. And maybe now we appreciate that we're back and we can do it again. So if you are from Shetland, I apologise. Um, sure that there are many nuances that I have missed. Um, we in Wick and Thurstow had Da Dooney Day quite a few years ago now. Um, Sandy can remember but Daisy can't so Daisy was still on the shoulders so she must have been about two or three possibly four and a squad I think it was the squad the Jarl squad came down from Shetland in December and it was Fundy on either Thurso or Wick and they did the whole getting dressed up as Vikings, they got their torches lit, we walked through the street and then they burnt a Viking galley ship in the harbour and there's something primeval about seeing the fire and I remember walking across it was a horrible night, walking across Bridge Street and we walked across the bridge and they were in front of us and we were sort of following along 
I don't remember if there was music or not. Maybe the pipe band was playing as well, but um, they were walking and then the, the wind blew quite stiffly as you came out of the shelter of the buildings across the bridge and it just picked up the fire of the torches. And it was one of the moments that, like I say, we were there and now we can talk about it. And Sandy can remember it and he says it was really cool. So um, to experience that must be really, really quite a thing. And I'm glad now that um, all the Yarl squads will include females. Um, so, Shetland. Lots to be thankful for for Shetland, as I said. I've never been, but Richard has, and he keeps saying, let's go to Shetland. And it's not that easy for a Caithness person to get to Shetland, really, because you either go over to Orkney on the ferry, and then you get the next ferry over to Larvik, which I suppose is easy enough. Or you have to drive all the way down to Aberdeen to either fly or get the other ferry to go all the way up to Shetland. And that's what it is. Shetland or Lurwick is actually 159 miles away from where I live. So if we put that in a different perspective, is that 163 miles away is Newton Moor. And that's in the middle of the Highlands on the way to Perth. So it's quite a long way um, and because I was thinking well Caithness has quite a lot of heritage of Vikings and so does Orkney as well and we have quite a different dialect and different traditions to them so 159 miles whilst we might have had the same ancestry it's different influences over the years have culminated in differences and then I thought, well, maybe I'll mention a few famous um, Shetland people and businesses. So, of course, we've got Shetland Wool Week, Shetland Wool Adventures, Jamesons of Shetland, Jameson and Smith, do not get them mixed up, Aster Oo, Uridale Yarns, Laxdale Yarns, and then Piri Uri, they're really quite cool. And then all the designers, we've got Gudrun Johnston, Ella Gordon, Donna Smith, Oliver Henry, Elizabeth Johnson, Hazel Tyndall, Janet Budge, Harriet Middleton, Linda Shearer, and then some rather um, lovely people, a podcaster Louise Scully and Hannah K. Ross, get back in my pocket. And there are very many more as well. That's just the ones I have written down quickly. So we look to the north and we celebrate things that are Shetland. I am looking to the north and celebrating things that are Orkney soon because Mr Hunt has got a new job starting with an Arcadian company called Emake who test um, new renewable energy devices in the Arcadian waters and um, he will be half based there, half based at home come March. So hopefully he's not going to listen to this but I'm going to make him hat from Knitting from the North by Hilary Grant, which is a knitting book from Orkney, and he is actually going to be 50 in March as well, so I'm saying it quietly so that he can't hear me. <laughs> Hopefully you've not had to turn this up. So I've got some more thanks to say as well, especially to Turbogal Lisa, 
Lisa had offered me some nicer music because I was moaning on about the cheesy music from her lovely husband um, but I couldn't actually work out how to get it from her message to make it go onto the app. There is a way to do it, I just don't know how. So we've had to put up with hopeful music. Um, well, that's what the name of this is called and we will listen to it once more. But if I do this in the future, I promise that I will look up how to do it and then hopefully Lisa's husband would still be um, available to make us some nice, nicer music. Although, I mean, hopefully it's got some nice bits in it, but it's never as nice as somebody making you a special bit, is it? So I think it was really kind of you, Lisa, so thank you. And also, she suggested that if you knit with silver threads in your yarn, you can use them in your gloves to work on your screen. So, on your phone. I thought that was quite clever. And also, I have I got an email the other day from Podbean saying, Congratulations, you have done 300 episodes of Caitlin's Craft Collective. So, well done us for carrying on. <laughs> I really, really, really do appreciate this. Um, so I've got a few thank yous and just, I'm going to, I wrote down who had liked my last picture on Instagram. So, um, and one more, I better write her down as well because she's an extremely long listener. Um, well, I don't know if you are Ivy or Fox or not. Are you long? She's been with me a long time and maybe that's what I mean it. Uh, so, hello to Ivy Fox, to Lumpadoodle, to Jackie Knits and Souls, to Maggie Findlay, to Diane Hughes, to Too Many Hobbies Girl, to Fitz Julia, to Liz in Australia, to Caroline in Somerset, to Will Nest Lynn Rowe, to Twinset Jan and Dale, oh I miss you guys, to More Knits, to Hockey Rachel, to Kate Hawthorne Cottage, to Vinka56, to Cashman Crates, to Whirly Buzz, to WL Knits, to Kate Noble, to Twinset Ellen, Twinset Lisa, sorry, don't remember Lisa, um, I'm obviously Twinset Louise, and to Mel, to Angela, and to Mum. So that's me, 15 minutes. This is the longest Louise Jan so far. So I hope you have a really, really good up Heliade, even if you're not there, especially if you're there. I'd love to see your photographs. I'm really wanting to cast on a Shetland Woolby cat, but I'll maybe hang fire until I've made whatever the Hillary Grant hat is that I'm going to do. I will speak to you again in February when I've done a little bit more, but it won't be every day. So I hope that you have a lovely February. Sandy is turning 17 and wants to learn to drive. Hopefully, I shall survive that. I'm not looking forward to it, I can tell you now. But take care and keep on crafting. And I'm going to play out the hopeful music all the way to the end because it is actually quite nice in bits. <laughs> and yet it's still cheesy. But take care. <laughs>